Hey there, mama friend. Happy Sunday to you. A Sunday episode. What? Yep, here we are. In today's episode, we are talking all about you. Yes, that's right. How important you are. And I want to remind you how important self-care is. Y'all, you need to take care of yourself. And I'm going to explain in just a minute what I'm talking about. But this is especially if you're a stay-at-home mama who is just trying to be her best for her babies and still work from home. Or shoot, you know, maybe this even applies to mamas who work outside of the home as well. It is so important to take care of yourself, which means keeping your cup full. But what does that mean? Let's explore that in today's episode. It's a good one that you'll want to just keep in your back pocket because you are so important, mama. Yes, you are. And you need to be reminded of that every so often. So let's dive in, shall we? Hey there, mama. If you want to raise empowered kids who actually listen while parenting biblically, you're in the right place. Not only does this podcast help you strengthen their spiritual gifts and walk in purpose at a young age, but it also teaches you how to parent with intention. Welcome to the Generation on a Mission podcast, where we focus on fostering our children's leadership skills so they can become world changers. Hi, I'm Michelle Schaff, former classroom educator turned parent educator, blogger, and podcaster, all while changing dirty diapers, drinking lukewarm coffee, and leaning on Jesus. Grab your headphones, whip out the tata, and start feeding your baby. We've got some learning to do. Someone once told me, you can't parent from an empty cup, and that is more than accurate. So what on earth does that actually mean? Your cup is your energy, your perspective on parenting, your drive, your motivation, happiness, and your mental stability. It's all of it. Keeping your cup full means doing whatever you can to make sure that your needs are being met as a mom, and you're taking time to rest, relax, refresh, and rejuvenate all the good things. Most importantly, keeping a full cup is remembering that you don't have to be perfect. It's giving yourself grace as a parent. If you are operating with less than a full cup, then you can't be all that you're meant to be for your little babies, your little ones. No, you cannot. It's impossible. And I'm saying that because I experienced that this week myself, but I learned it the hard way and I'm talking the very hard way. If you're anything like me, you strive for perfection. Any other mamas out there like that? Yep. Mm -hmm. And anything less than that just causes anxiety and stress and maybe a meltdown here and there. Can you really to that or is it just me? (laughs) You want to make sure you have all your I's dotted and all your T's crossed and everything to be perfect in all or most you do. But unfortunately, that can lead to some mental breakdowns. And when you're mentally broken down, you can't parent to the best of your abilities. You can't parent from an empty cup. It's also helpful to rid yourself of comparisonitis and realize that the perfect parent doesn't exist despite what you see on Facebook or Instagram. They don't exist. (laughs) If you've been following our journey over the past few weeks, I've made mention to the fact that our lives are kind of in transition right now. We're adapting to some life changes and it's been kind of disruptive with our schedules, routines, and just overall demeanors. We've been trying to be as proactive and positive as we can with it, rolling with the punches and, and kind of being upfront about it with our boys and just talking it through with them. And I'm still trying to pump out everything that I can for my new website, my upcoming courses, my podcast episodes, my blog, my videos, my activities for my kids, on top of being as present as I can for my kids, all while they're adapting to this change. And all this is while running on very minimal sleep. So if you can see where this is going, you can guess that I can't get most of that accomplished 
without a little burnout. And yes, that happened, except for my burnout wasn't little. And it didn't happen mentally, it happened physically. My body just kind of shut down for like three days and I couldn't even be present for my kids. My body was just screaming, Michelle, you need to rest and relax. And prior to this, actually, my husband had been telling me, this stuff will be there after you relax, but you need to rest. You need to take time for yourself. You can still operate after you rest. You can't operate if you're sick. That'll drag you down a lot longer. To which I responded, I need to get my course done. I need to get my podcast done. I need to get everything else done. I'll be fine. I just have to get all this finished. I have a deadline. I have to get it done. Well, I guess that kind of got thrown back in my face because I got sick and I couldn't be there for my kids. I was just laying in bed and I couldn't even move because my head just hurt so badly and I was just weak and sick to my stomach. And my sweet three-year-old would even come into my room asking, Mommy, does your head still hurt? And it just broke my heart because I let my cup get empty. I let it get empty myself. And it's taking a long time to fill back up. And let me tell you, you can't parent from a half empty cup either at least not very well, even when you're on the men and you need some rest because you're not feeling even 80% yet. It doesn't make parenting any easier. And that's where I think most of us moms probably have a hard time. We are running on a cup that's not even close to being full on a consistent basis because we are the ones who feel like the cleanliness of our home and the food on our plates rest on our shoulders. And of course, it's up to us to grow our kids into the most perfect human beings ever. Okay, that last one was sarcasm, but you catch my drift. But it's so hard to stay patient when your cup is empty. And sometimes it's it's hard to think about anything else besides your busy schedule or your to-do list or the things that have to get done or even how poorly you feel at times because you're just empty. Sometimes you become so focused on the lists and the to-dos that you're not focused on being present for your kids or even making sure that you're operating at your best. Here's the thing. You can't give your kids your best when you're not focusing on making sure that you're your best self. You want your energy to pour onto them. You want it to pour over and you want them to feel your energy. And if you're riding on less than 80%, say, then how much energy can you actually pour into your family, into your daily tasks on top of that? I don't think much, right? You have to have enough in your cup to take care of yourself so you can be all that you were meant to be for your kids. If one, you're not getting enough sleep and two, your to-do list is overflowing more than your desire for pumpkin spice to everything in the fall, then you're not setting yourself up to parent successfully. When I was down for the count and my husband was at work, my toddler, or I guess, you know, I guess I can call him a preschooler now, which is uh, like a frightening moment, but he had one of his moments and I just, I failed as a parent. I failed at parenting the way that I should have been parenting. I didn't parent how I was supposed to parent. I was so focused on the fact that I did not feel good and I just wanted to move past the situation and rest my eyes. And my three-year-old was the lead cause of that happening because he was refusing to go to the bathroom. There was lots of yelling, lots of yelling. And in the moment I knew like literally everything I was doing was against what I knew was successful. And that just made matters worse. Like the guilt was just piling on top of me because I was thinking, Michelle, you know better. What is happening? What's going on here? You are contributing to the problem here. And finally, I had to snap myself out of it and I just started singing, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. And it got him to snap out of his screaming funk and we were able to move to phase two of the pre-nap routine, which wasn't much better 
but at least we moved past phase one on his terms and not my own. I think had my cup been full and I was feeling 100%, I would have handled that situation so much differently. I would have had patience and I would have remembered my strategies, but that didn't happen because my cup was empty. I pushed buttons and I shouldn't have and I didn't remember that that wasn't okay because I was just living in the moment of not feeling well and my preschooler wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing and life as we know it just kind of freaked out for a second and things happened and it wasn't a good moment but it happened and now I need to learn from that. But how do you balance everything and make sure your cup is full at the same time? That's a tough question. And I think everyone can withstand a different level of stress and mental challenges in their lives. But when you're starting to feel like you notice a change in your overall demeanor, like you just aren't happy because you're so stressed or you can't find enjoyment out of your parenting because you're expecting too much out of yourself and your kids, that's when you know you need to take a step back and realize that your cup is starting to become empty. It's pouring out mama. That's when you have to tell yourself that you need to make an adjustment either with the tasks you're balancing or perhaps with your mentality of thinking that you're the only one that has to get all the things done and everything you do has to be perfect and if it doesn't happen then well you know you failed (laughs) and it's not okay to think like that. It's not. You're better than that mama. Keeping your cup full means realizing that whether or not things get done in the time frame or the timeline that you had anticipated life will Will still go on. It's realizing that not everything has to be perfect and that it's okay to take a break when you need it. Most importantly, it's having grace on yourself when things change and understanding that life happens. Curveballs happen. You need to try to keep going the best you can, but sometimes it's okay if it doesn't all happen exactly how you expected it to happen because life presented you with some curveballs. And I think that's something that I've been conditioned to believe since I was a teacher. And I don't know, perhaps that's with every job, but I can only speak from a teacher's perspective. But it didn't matter how many curveballs were sent your way, you were expected to get your kids from point A to point B, regardless of circumstances that the class endured or that each student endured. It's your job and anything less than that is just not acceptable. But that's just simply an awful mindset to have because it doesn't focus on the progress. It emphasizes what didn't get accomplished and makes you feel even worse. And I think that's part of the reason why teacher burnout is so real. And Now that I think about it, perhaps that's why mom burnout is real too. We just expect so much of ourselves and the outcomes and we don't have grace when we fail. We don't have grace when we don't get the piles of laundry done or when we don't get the dirty bathrooms cleaned because life was just trying. And we don't focus on what we did get done each day, like uh, keeping your kids alive and fed and, you know, maybe you threw in how to be a good human every once in a while. That's all great stuff. Let's focus on that. Your house doesn't always have to be perfect. Your kids don't always have to be perfect. Your timeline doesn't always have to be perfect. And that's something that's so important to remember. It's okay if something doesn't get done when or how you anticipated getting it done. We have to understand that we are contributing so much to this world when we are taking time to teach our kids right from wrong, how to handle adversity, how to express themselves, how to notice when someone needs extra loving, or just how to be kind humans. You know, all of those positive things on top of taking care of the daily household chores. And it's time we started loving ourselves for that and focusing on what we accomplished every single day instead of what we didn't accomplish or how what we did was wrong or it wasn't good enough. We need to let go of the things that didn't happen so we have time to actually reset our minds each day and prepare ourselves for a fresh new day every morning. 
Take time to meditate. Take time to reflect on what went right every day, what you accomplished, even if it was just keeping the kids alive and fed. That's a big deal, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's your job to keep them nurtured and nourished. That's all, right? Yes. So let's make a deal. Let's work together this week to make sure our cups are full. Let's hold ourselves accountable for making sure that we take time for ourselves and give ourselves permission to let the dirty dishes lie if we need to take 20 minutes to rest our eyes instead. Let's give ourselves permission to miss our own set deadlines if life throws us curveballs and let's not feel guilty about it. Let's try to set a time to proactively think about "Mm, what's actually going to happen if I miss vacuuming today. Or even better, let's give it up to our husbands sometimes. Hashtag sorry, not sorry, am I right? Yeah. So now I'm not saying just let it all slide and never get it done. I'm saying that we just need to weigh our priorities and adjust if we are feeling like our cups are starting to become emptied. And I also want to make sure that we focus on what does get accomplished as opposed to what doesn't get accomplished. And I'm also going to throw in there that getting enough sleep helps too. Let's make sleep a priority this week. Let's go to bed by a certain time each night and take some time before bed to reflect, be grateful, be positive, and relax. I'm ready for that. Are you ready to join me? I sure hope so. I'd also love to know what are some other ways that you keep your cup full every day? How do you ensure that you're running on full and making sure that you have enough energy, motivation, drive, determination, whatever have you to keep going every day? I would love to hear that from you. Or perhaps we can be a part of the keeping your cup full challenge. Um, And that's a thing, right? I I don't know, but we're going to turn it into one. So share with me one way you're going to keep your cup full and I'm going to do the same. So screenshot this episode, share it in your stories on Instagram, tag me and tell me one way you're going to challenge yourself to keep your cup full this week and I am going to do the same. It's time we take back momhood and parent with confidence because our cups are full and we are ready to tackle the dirty messes and fun surprises that our kids throw our way, right? Right. (laughs) Okay, that's all I have for you this week. May your cup stay full and you feel relaxed and refreshed each day this week. See you next time. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Real quick before you go, if today's episode made you laugh, learn, or love your littles a little more, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a written review for the Generation on a Mission podcast. If you're needing simple ideas to boost learning for your kiddo, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Michelle Shaw, S-C-H-A-U-F, or join our Facebook page at Generation on a Mission. See you next time.